Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 52 of the Daily Run Through the Book of Galatians. My name is Mike Mills, and welcome to the Run of the Bulls podcast, as I'm suddenly losing my voice. Hey, hopefully hopefully it'll last for the rest of the uh, 10 minutes or so we're here together today. Hey, we're in Galatians chapter 6, and Galatians chapter 6, Paul begins talking about uh, restoration. And I think this is important for a couple of different reasons. And um, well, more than a couple different reasons, but I think it's, um, I think it's here in chapter six for a, a couple different reasons. Uh, as we finished up chapter five, we had a lot of this talk about, um, walking in the flesh, the works of the flesh versus, um, the fruit of the spirit. And that's a, a constant struggle, a constant struggle for us as, as, uh, Christians, that, that battle between, our sinful nature, that the old flesh that desires to please itself. Uh, and you can go back for us in chapter five and read that list of the works of the flesh and, and that conflict between that and our spirit, that part of us that uh, relates to God, that part of us that desires to walk in righteousness, to abide with him. So we have, this, we have that internal conflict between that, that, those two things. And so understanding that, that there's a conflict and that uh, sometimes we sometimes we stumble into walking in the flesh again. We operate in the flesh. Sometimes it's back and forth throughout the course of a day where we're doing great. We start off our morning, you know, we're we're uh, we're studying the word. We're uh, we start off praying. We get on our day. We're treating people with kindness, and we walk in joy. And and uh, you know, then as we get closer to noon, we get hungry, and somebody comes in and says something that irritates us, and we respond, you know in a way that's contentious or, um, self-serving and we're operating in our flesh. And, uh, sometimes we're around other people that are doing that because, well, people do that. So I think those are, that's important to keep in mind. And also the bigger picture of what most of the book of Galatians has been about up to this point, And that is this problem of legalism, the problem of those people coming in uh, to the Galatian churches and saying, you need to become Jewish. You need to come under the Jewish law. You need to be circumcised to be a Christian. And so as Paul corrects these, uh, the Galatians about these issues, it only makes sense that he would talk about restoration. Because when you talk about issues within a church, oftentimes those people within the church, they hear those issues and they go, oh no, I'm part of that. Oh no, I, I bought into that. I, uh, I, I do that. And so I, I love that Paul comes back here at the end and talks about restoration. So let's let's look at that. Um, he says, "Brethren, if if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted." And he goes on to say more than that. Um, this this section it goes up. Oh, probably to verse five. Um, but let's, let's talk about this. It says, you know, dear brothers and sisters is how the new living translation says it. But brethren, you know, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you are spiritual, restore such one in the spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. So let, let's look at the, let's look at the pieces here. So first of all, he says, you know, brethren. So what he's talking about here, first of all, is he's saying, you know, brothers and sisters in the Lord. Um, one of the problems sometimes that we have as Christians is we try to correct people 
um, outside of the church using the Word of God. And so we were telling people that don't believe the Word of God that they, you know, that they're sinning. And um, I think there's a place for that. There's a place for um, for proclaiming to the world uh, the righteous um, standards of God. But sometimes we uh, we start with the in the wrong place. Sometimes I think our we we start uh, putting these these um, expectations upon people outside of the church to act as though they are people inside the church. And you've probably heard me say this before, but uh, you know, as a Christian, when we deal with sinners, when we deal with people at work, uh, people at school, wherever, people that don't know the Lord, we ought to expect sinners to sin, right? That's it's what they do. So he's talking here to Christian brothers, so and, and sisters, obviously. Um, he says, if any man is overtaken in any trespass, and so the idea here is, if somebody um, has fallen into something, if somebody ha- is is walking in the flesh, if somebody is um, has you know gone off the path, he says, "You who are spiritual, restore one in a spirit of gentleness." And so he's saying, "Look, this this ought to be what we do. We ought to be on the lookout for one another, not." in a judgmental fashion, but in a safety fashion. You know, when we're looking out and uh, out upon our brothers and sisters in the Lord, when we see somebody descending into some sort of sin or getting caught up in something that looks bad, it's so easy for us just to turn off and just go, oh, whatever. You know, I guess they, they call themselves a Christian. Look what they're doing. Instead of saying, whoa, I need to be concerned for them. I need to care about them. I, I'm worried about them. And not talking to 18 other people about the situation, but going to them with a goal, and that goal being restoration, right? The goal being to bring them back into the right relationship with the Lord. And the goal is not that you are right. You know, that's not the goal. I don't go to them with the goal of me being right. I'm not going with the goal of them apologizing to me. I'm not going to them uh, with a condemning attitude. I'm not going to them uh, in a judgmental fashion of saying like, there's no hope for you or um, saying, you know, you're a loser. I'm going to them with an attitude of restoration. He says, in a spirit of gentleness, you know, and that's the thing I know I have struggled with personally with, with these kind of things is sometimes I, I don't speak to people necessarily in the most gentle fashion. And I think it's super important when we go to restore somebody, when we see somebody's caught up in something to, first of all, there's a, an attitude of humility that we need to have a, that where we go and say, hey, you know what, maybe I'm wrong, but this looks, it looks like this is going on. I'm concerned about you. You know, and that, I think that's that important aspect of it. To be able to say, my concern is for you. I love you. I'm concerned about you. Far too often it's, it's, uh, I think people approach people with more of a, an attitude that comes across as self-righteous. You know, you're doing this rather than I'm concerned about you because of what I see. Because we don't see everything, right? I don't see a man's heart. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know what's going on in their home. I don't know what's really happening. Only God knows that. And so I need to be careful. I need to, to go to them with the spirit of gentleness and concern for them. Now, the last part of verse one, he says this. Considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. 
and this is a, a kind of a theme he's going to carry on here um, as he goes. And I, and I think this is that attitude of humility, of going to them with the spirit of gentleness and restoration, because it's very possible that you or I may find ourselves in that same spot that they are in as well. There may be a time where we need to be restored. There may be a time where we need someone to come and confront us. And I think most of us would hope that they would come to bring spiritual restoration in a spirit of gentleness. You know, it's a dangerous thing when we um, become self-righteous or we start to think of ourselves better than others. We begin to look down on others. And I've talked about this a lot in the last few days, especially. But when we start to think I'm more spiritual than them because I'm not doing the things they're doing or I'm holier than them because I'm not doing the things they're doing. And so Paul warns them, you know, consider yourself, consider yourself lest you also be tempted. You know, don't think you're beyond the reach of temptation. Don't think you're beyond the reach of deception. Don't think you're beyond the reach of the need of, for restoration because you are. We all are. We are all susceptible to all of those things. And it's a dangerous time. It's a dangerous place when I no longer think that I can be deceived, when I no longer think that I can fall, when I no longer think that I can be overtaken by some sort of sin. When I get to a place where I think that no one else can correct me. Heaven forbid, heaven forbid we ever become so proud, so full of ourselves, so puffed up that we are refused to even take a look at ourselves and our own condition. And so remember when you restore somebody else, remember, you know, how you would want to be restored, how you would want someone to talk to you. Consider yourselves, lest you also be tempted. God bless you. Talk to you next time.